All right. Welcome, everyone. This is pod, um, Practice Success Podcast. I have a special guest, um, AJ Adams. He's a personal branding, and I'm really excited for this episode because I'm passionate about personal branding, and you know, I want to get started with it. This is what I wanted to learn. That's why I have AJ Adams for you guys. He's, um, he's here to share his side point, uh, point side of view for um, personal branding and AJ Adams. Go ahead and uh, introduce yourself. What's going on? AJ Adams here. Uh, they call me the king of brand attraction. Uh, and yeah, man, I'm in the personal branding space. I help people increase their influence, make a greater impact and make a greater income. Oh, awesome. Awesome. So um, AJ, how did you get started with, um, you know, how did you figure out the personal branding? How did you get started with that? Uh, so I learned it out of necessity. Um, I started as a motivational speaker and actually, so, you know, cause you're in Riverside, uh, I was a youth pastor first and that's why I moved to Riverside. But at the time I moved to Riverside, I was also, I had also just started a speaking business because I wanted to work with students in middle schools and high schools and colleges uh, who were outside of the church environment. Uh, so when I started, no one knew who I was, I don't have a really crazy story. Um, I was never addicted to drugs. I didn't grow up on the streets. I'm just a, you know, group broke. That's about it. Mm -hmm. uh, so I had to figure out how do I get people to notice me? How do I attract attention of the right audience and convince people to pay me thousands of dollars to speak on stage and tell my somewhat uninteresting story? Uh, and it, when I dove into studying the top speakers and uh, motivators, I realized that they all had one thing. They had a personal brand and they created influence that opened up opportunity for them to make an impact and then they made income from that. So I dove deep into branding and social media uh, marketing. And within a few months, actually a couple months, I started getting booked on stages. And over the next couple of years, I got really good at the personal branding side, really good at a social media strategy. And uh, then I started coaching and consulting other speakers and coaches and entrepreneurs that evolved into business partnerships into an agency. Uh, and now I do that as an agency, I do it full time. Uh, and for the last couple of years, I've been building million dollar brands, uh, working with uh, celebrity clients, CEOs, multimillionaires. And uh, now going into 2020, I'm about to go hard again back into the speaking game myself. Mm, okay, so you're going back to that. It's part of your personal. How did you, um, what, like, what step did you started though? Like, you started with speaking, right? And do you have like social media at all when your personal branding started or a podcast, anything like that? I didn't have a podcast. Uh, I just had social media. Mm. Uh, and if you go back to 2012 ish, like if you go back through my, uh, well, you won't even see it on my Instagram account because I had a, another Instagram account. Um, I had a different Facebook account. Uh, and I just, I just started going all in. Uh, I started learning how to create content, what type of content, how to speak to my audience, how to build a tribe, um, how to position myself and build credibility and authority. Uh, but when I started, I kind of had what most people have, which is just personal social media accounts that I use for posting pictures of my kids and, um, you know, connecting with people. I wasn't really serious about it at the time. Hmm. Um, I know this is very important and, because personal branding, especially in 2020, is very important. But can you tell us, like, you know, how important is it for, like, entrepreneurs um, and small business owners to just to get started branding themselves? And how, how do they get started? Is it just like you who started speaking or is it social media? You know, I would, I would do both. Um, mm -hmm. 
it's it's not extremely difficult. Uh, the the hardest thing for most people is having the right strategy in place to know how to build their personal brand. So if you're an entrepreneur and you're just starting out, even if you're not starting out as an entrepreneur, but you're just starting to really take your personal brand serious uh, as far as growing it and expanding your influence and your reach, uh, then the first thing I would recommend to do is start is invest in yourself. Mm. Uh, I I invested in courses, uh, not a personal branding, but on the speaking side because at the time there were really no were there really were no courses on personal branding and right. and if there were any they were all from graphic designers and how to make logos make things look pretty which is useless if you don't have a strategy which is why I'm I'm 90% strategy because that's what matters I don't even know how to use Photoshop I I hire people to do that kind of stuff right. so yeah first thing to do is you have to have a strategy and if you really want to fast track it uh, invest to get to work with someone who's done it so that you can learn it uh, I hire I invested in a coach it was expensive uh, it was it was the biggest investment I ever made in uh, to anything other than a car, and uh, that coach turned me on to the concept of branding. He wasn't a personal branding coach, but mm. he understood that branding was important, and that's what kind of that was a spark that got things going f- for me to really dive into branding. Mm. Uh, that, that's very interesting. Uh, you mentioned um, when I was talking to you that you failed on many things before you get into personal branding, um, investing on different things. How, wh- what are the things that you invested in and actually failed for you just so that the audience will know what to watch out for? Cause I know for a fact, personal branding is more important than anything right now. Yeah. Um, personal branding is absolutely, it's extremely important. Mm-hmm. If you're online and you're an entrepreneur and you're mm-hmm. doing anything on social media and you're not, intentionally investing in your personal brand, mm-hmm. you're already losing to someone who is. It doesn't matter what your skill set is, it doesn't matter how much better you are. If you're not building a personal brand, then you're not creating opportunity for your target audience to connect with you on a personal level. Because people don't do business with businesses. They do business with people. Mm-hmm. And they want to connect with people. That you you as a person can inspire trust. You can build relationship. Your company logo, <clears throat> your website uh, your, your, your clever tagline that you think is so funny, <laughs> that stuff doesn't build relationship. You as a person do. And this is how it's always been in business since the concept of business was invented. Um, people have built relationships. So before social media, it was building relationships. Um, I was talking to a good friend who has been in business for decades. And, you know, he's in his mid to late 50s now. And he's even realized that nothing has changed. We're doing the same things that online that we used to do offline, meeting people, adding value, building relationship, and you can't do that without a personal brand. Right, mm, okay. So, personal branding, I know that. Um, tell me about your, your story. I mean, you're six figures, you, 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 you have your own company, you're a CEO, right. but you work as a janitor, you, um, you mentioned. Yeah. How, how, how did that all transition into that? So when I, that was actually when I was in Riverside. Mm-hmm. Uh, I moved to Riverside. We were going to work with the, a church. One of my best friends, he uh, launched a, a community and a church. We were going to work with the high school and middle school students, uh, just still staying in the same lane of working with students as a, a speaker and then as a youth pastor. Uh, but here's the thing. I didn't have a plan. Mm-hmm. I went out there with big hopes and dreams, but no real plan for execution, for creating income. And this is a mistake a lot of entrepreneurs make. Uh, whether they're building a personal brand or just building a business, they don't have a plan in place to move things forward and to grow things. And that creates a lot of problems. So long story short, I ended up having to take a second job 
Uh, I was making money, like 1500 bucks a month. I was the, the stipend I was getting from the church. But it's Southern California. You know, you're in the Riverside area. Right. Uh, you know, I had a two-bedroom apartment, 1,200 square feet, 1,100 square feet. And that was 1500 bucks a month, just the rent. So mm-hmm. my first mm-hmm. job paid the rent. But then I had to go get a second job to cover the rest of the bills. And we were still short every month. Uh, so I ended up working as a janitor uh, through a friend at the church, gave me a job. I was making 12 bucks an hour, which, if, you know, in Southern California, even that plus 1500 a month is nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was scrubbing toilets, when I was cleaning floors, I was angry, I was depressed. Uh, but one thing I did do was I committed to investing in myself. Mm-hmm. I recognized that I didn't understand money. I didn't understand business. I needed to up my, up my skill set. So I started every single day, all throughout the entire day. I was, if I was not listening to a sermon, I was listening to uh, an audio book from Rich, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad to understand money. I was listening to Tony Robbins, Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, Les Brown. Uh, I was listening to Robbie Kiyosaki. I was just everything that I knew that was weak in my mindset, money, motivation, business, um, whatever it was, I would invest in myself and, and, cons- and just uh, inundate myself with that kind of information to shift my mindset. And at the same time, I was writing my first book. Mm. Uh, and, and the funny thing is, the ironic thing, I was writing my first book about how to become successful, even though I wasn't successful. And here's why. Because I believed that much that I would become successful. So I wanted to document the journey at that time. That's so interesting. So you were broke. You, you wrote a book on, on being success, successful, even though you, you knew you were going to be successful. And man, that's just exciting. That's, that's really awesome. I mean, just the, the guts to do that and, you know, the motivation. Yeah, I mean, people have to realize that. I mean, it, business is hard. Life is hard. Mm-hmm. And you've got, to, you've got to believe it before you get there. You've right. got to hold on to that. There's got to be a vision. There's got to be a dream. Um, and I'm a visionary. I'm a dreamer. But with that, you've got to learn how to execute well. And that's why I was listening to those books and those audio, audio tapes. And uh, I was reading because I knew I needed to learn how to execute better. Right. Do you still, even though you already build a good business, uh, uh, you know, six to seven figure business, you already build that. Are you still listening to those things that actually help you achieve those? Oh, yeah, all the time. Uh, I'm always leveling up. I mean, I've invested in uh, more courses since then in the last, uh, what's that been, seven, eight years now. I've invested in other courses. It just depends. At every stage of business, when I'm, when I'm ready to level up or move in a new direction or evolve, if I, I'm always looking for what skills am I lacking? What's missing in my mindset? What do I need to learn? Where do I need to grow? And then I either go and just get see, look that information up online or I speak to my network of mentors and uh, experts, or I invest in uh, working with the coach. Hmm, that's very important because I did, I did too myself. I invested in myself and it's, it's expensive. It is. Um, yeah. Most people won't do it. Most yeah. people. But what's um, more expensive is not investing in yourself. Yes. Yeah. People are always thinking about what's it's too expensive. I'm going to, I have to spend all this money. Well, think about how much money you're going to lose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's, well, a part of the question is, let's see, um, what are some of the results a person can get for um, branding himself and how, how long does it usefully take? Because we talk about personal branding and, you know, people are impatient. People yeah. want to make money right away and things like that. So, you know, talk to us about how long will it take and what are some results that a person can get um, when he started personal branding? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the simplest answer to uh, how long it'll take is it depends because 
branding, whether it's personal branding or a company, is a long game. It means mm-hmm. you're doing it. You're doing it over time, so it'll last forever. This is not about just getting the sale. Now you can get quick results, and I'll share some of the results that even my clients have gotten uh, and that I've gotten for myself. But you have to think of it as a long game. It's you're growing something over time. It's like planting a, a seed that you want to grow into a tree. You're gonna, there's gonna be lots of fruit. You feed your family, feed other people, but you've got to put in the time. So it's not a quick strategy. Uh, but if you do it right and you're willing to play the long game, you often get some quick results. So case in point, when I launched my agency back in 2006, mid 2016, uh, we went from just we went from startup to consistent six figures, you know, um, five figure months within about five months because of my personal brand and attracting partnership partnerships and strategic relationships that ended up in bringing referrals and bringing clients. That's all from personal branding. Um, I also went with another company that I had started uh, before it evolved into the company it is now. Um, I started a company and uh, which is through my personal brand and was just doing coaching and consulting before I established my agency. And I spent maybe $20 just testing, trying some different softwares that I found uh, on, on social media. And within 45 days, uh, landed three or four clients. And that was $20,000 in 45 days. Wow. So um, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. For my clients, it's the same thing. Uh, one of my clients, she was, she's a coach and speaker. Uh, she's working a full-time job. She's making six figures, making good money, but she wants to transition out and have an additional you know, six figures outside of her job so she can eventually transition away from that and be a full-time entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Uh, she started working with me. I started coaching her. She went through one of my programs. And within 45 days from the time she started, she went from doing one to $200 an hour coaching one-on-one to selling a $4,500 coaching package. And she sold three of those uh, within about two weeks a two week span and she landed a $3,000 speaking gig. So she did about $15,000 within 45 days uh, just from getting the right strategy and understanding how to properly position herself uh, with her personal brand. Ah, I believe on that so much. And the thing about it is you know, hiring a coach or someone who knew what they're doing. I'm from nine to five you know, job and I'm transitioning into nine to five to being an entrepreneur myself. And having a coach and someone, how important is that for the person? Because he invested himself and you know, that leap, right? Right. To, to, I mean, how did it go for you when you found that coach? Um, so here's the thing with, with coaches, you've got to, I, I wasn't the, the coach that I hired or that I invested in. Um, it helped me a lot. It definitely, it was a game changer for me. Um, uh, but it honestly, he wasn't the right coach. Hmm. Um, because, I didn't know exactly really what I was trying to do. And um, he, his coaching program at the time, I thought I was just trying to be a speaker, uh, but that it wasn't really, the, it would, gave me a lot of things I didn't need. And there, a lot of, of what I needed at the time or the stage I was at, um, it wasn't there. That's why with my coaching, I've designed it as far as the investment level, um, the, way it's, the way it's formatted, uh, how I work with my clients. I designed it so that whether you're just starting out or you're already established six, seven figure earner, it's going to help you level up. And typically I work with people who are just starting out with their personal brand because they, and they want to break through six figures or they're at six figures and they wanna level up beyond that. So I'm real specific about who I work with and I also reject people. Mm-hmm. If it's not a good fit, if you're not ready, then I'm not going to work with you, even if you can afford it, because it's not going to help you. 
Right. And so I, I, yeah, I work with experts. You've had, you have to have a specific expertise. If you don't, then the way that I build personal brands and the way that I'll teach you to do it won't work for you. If you're trying to figure out, well, I want to help people become, I want to become a business coach. Well, do you own a business? No. Do you know how to start a business? Well, I took a class. No, it's not going to work for you. Mm. You've got to have a specific proven expertise. Proven expertise. Okay. Um, so what do you usually like that? Like, do you have to get a client at first? Like, uh, let's say I'm a Facebook ad um, I know, um, agency and I'm just yeah. really started. I su- I'm supposed to get like at least a, a client. Is that, is that what I'm saying? That's, inter- that, that's a really good question, actually, because this is something that I've, I've spoken to a lot. Um, no, when I started, I didn't have clients and I didn't have results. Mm-hmm. But my first coaching client paid me four, what was it, four, four or $5,000. Mm-hmm. My first consulting client was 1500 a month for like six months. Um, and that was actually, that was one of two. Another one was like $1,250 a month. And that was just starting out. I never did the $100, $200 uh, hour coaching. I went straight to high ticket. And here's why. Even though I didn't have clients and have results, what I did have was I knew I had expertise. Mm-hmm. So instead of going in first getting clients, I just proved it with myself. Mm. I, I treated myself as my first client. So if you're, a fa- if you're wanting to start a Facebook ad agency, which I know a lot of young guys are, you want to start a, a SMMA, Ty Lopez course or something else, it's, it's a good move. But here's what you have to do. Just go get results for yourself first. Right. <laughs> you can go land a client and, you know, you run the risk of not being able to deliver. Uh, I've done that myself with, with, and that's why I'm very specific about the clients I work with now and what expertise I offer because I've worked with clients and wasn't able to deliver at the level that I wanted to or that I knew we should have, the client was happy with, you know, you, you make mistakes. So if you're going to step into something as an expert, you've got to get results. Even if that means you go to a client and say, hey, I will waive my fee. You sell them on the dream, on the potential of Facebook ads converting, you know, for example, the dentist, uh, they're great clients. They, they, they're high ticket, uh, mm-hmm. pay a lot because one customer is worth a lot of money to them. It could be $10,000 for one, one customer. So what you do is you can go to them and say, I'll work for free. You just pay the ad spend and I'll work for free and to get you results in 30 days. And you can do it at a minimal cost. You tell them $1,000, $500, whatever it is. And all you have to do is get results. Mm-hmm. And once you get some, you get one, one new patient, one new client for them, they're going to love you. Take that testimonial, then leverage that testimonial and those results to go get the next client. And then leverage both of those to get the next client and just keep working your way up, but lead with the results. Mm-hmm. People make it very hard, right? Um, and that, that step is very simple, right? You could watch a YouTube channel and learn from it how to do Facebook ad for dentists and right. actually just get a client and actually contacting them and email them. It, it's very simple, but people make it hard and, you know. Yeah. And part of it's, it's the mindset. I mean, if you right. want to, when you're going to build your personal brand, mm-hmm. a lot of people struggle with the imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not there yet because you're the, you want your brand to position you a certain way and you may not even be there yet. You mm-hmm. may not be the elite expert, but you do want your brand to position you that way. You do want it to present the best of what you can offer. And you have to get past the mindset of, well, I'm not there yet. Everybody who is there, at one point wasn't there. And the fact is most people, when you look at their personal brand, whatever you think, whatever level you think they're at, they're probably a couple levels below that. They're just aware of it and they're okay with it. Mm. Be confident to just put yourself out there. I've been criticized. I've people. I've had people DM me, call me a faker, a poser, a loser, this and that. And 
you know, sometimes it, it, it stings, but I have to focus on getting confident. I've had the people criticize me. Well, I see your, I looked at your Facebook page and you barely have an engage, any engagement, uh, some personal brand. Okay, well, Facebook is an algorithm. And like these people want to criticize, look moron, Facebook is an algorithm. It's not, the organic reach isn't there anymore. Anyone mm -hmm. whose Facebook page you see has a whole bunch of likes and comments, it's because they're boosting their content. Mm -hmm. it's, and it's, it's not, a, it's, there's different strategies. So if someone's criticizing you or hating on you because you're, you're, they call you an imposter or whatever, first ask the question, are they even qualified? Do they even know what they're talking about? And 99.999% of the time, that person has no idea what the hell they're talking about. Man, this is a story, right? It, it happens to me. You're, you're on point on about when you start putting yourself out there, you, you're going to make me find out fan off embarrass and Absolutely. all of this stuff and it's it, it is embarrassing and it feels weird however like you know you have a goal you know you want to be somebody and you want to help people and they just, they just got to go through that and how did you go through that did you get any help from outside also i went through it some hard times um as recent as last last fall so mm. just a little over a year ago i had one of my my only employee uh, we were focused. He's my graphic designer, uh, videographer, and he. We were vesting him. Uh, my wife and I run the business, and he was going to become a partner in the business after a year of you know putting in the work. Well, one day he decided to jump ship. Uh, he stole a laptop from us. He cost us a lot of money with clients because we still had clients that were in, in process, uh, and that the betrayal of that, the the financial hit of that, uh, was hard. Um, I ended up you know, with my family having to move out of our home for 10 days because we had no power. Uh, things got that difficult. Uh, and I talk about this on one of my, uh, that one episode of my podcast, the comeback episode is what I called it. But I share that story and you're going to take hits like that. But what helps you recover is having a tight knit circle of people who support you. Mm. For me, that's immediately is my wife. And then beyond that is my uh, immediate family. My parents live very close by. And then I have, you know, I had less than a handful of, of good, really close friends who are fellow entrepreneurs that I can lean on. And I have since then from that lesson, I've learned to put things in place to help keep myself accountable and help keep myself moving forward. Um, in 2020, I've committed and I'm already starting on it now, actually, I've committed that I'm going to step up my game as far as taking care of myself in terms of my relational health, uh, my physical health, my mental health. Uh, so there's things I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I mean, a lot of people don't like to admit this, but a lot, some of the most successful people in the world, they regularly see a therapist so that they can continue to work through and process things that have happened to them. And it doesn't have to be some real significant, I don't have any real significant trauma, but that's one of the things I've committed to do so I can continue to step up my mental game. Uh, I have a weekly call with my best friend of 28 years, who's also an entrepreneur, and we hold each other accountable to our goals. We call them momentum calls. So mm -hmm. I've surrounded myself with people who I can be transparent with and say, this is what I'm going through, this is what I'm struggling with, and they will put me in check, they'll encourage me, but they won't allow me to sit, you know, just sit and, and sulk. So they keep pushing me forward, even when it's not comfortable. I, I like that, AJ. Um, that's because it's, it holds you accountable and you get to do stuff and you know these people that will hold you accountable they won't let you fall over which is good
because yeah. you're only moving forward. Hey, you make some mistake, that's okay, but you got to still moving forward, right? Exactly. Um, so, you know, let's talk about entrepreneurs like myself and people that are starting. I know what stops them from branding themselves. I know we talk about um, how they embarrass themselves sometimes, but what really stops them in, in your opinion? <laughs> so um, part of it's ego, but mm -hmm. ego is an interesting thing. Um, ego sometimes disguises itself as humility. Well, I don't want to do that because I, I, I want to I stay humble. I want to make sure I don't want to brag about myself or, you know, put myself out there that way. But if you look up the definition of humility, the definition of humility is to lower your view of yourself. Mm -hmm. That's the definition of humility. And then if you look at the definition of, of humble, it's, and I'm actually going to read the definition. It's having or showing a modest or low estimate of your own importance. Mm. Well, if you don't believe that you and what you offer is important to potential clients, then why would they hire you? Right. And I, I like to say there's no room for humility in marketing. Marketing is not the place to be humble. Branding is not the place for you to be humble. Screw being humble. Build a brand that brags about what you're a badass at. Mm -hmm. That's what you need to do. You're not, mm -hmm. you're not going to win anybody over by saying, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm okay. That's not what Pepsi's doing. That's not what Dwayne The Rock Johnson is doing. The humility is in that you don't think yourself to be of more value than anybody else, that you are a better person. But you will express that I'm the best at what I do. There is nobody on the planet who can help you build a, a personal brand better than I can. I, I absolutely believe that. Mm -hmm. Now, Gary Vee talks about personal branding, and he's way, he's leaps and bounds further than I am. Um, Grant Cardone, there's, I have other competitors. Right, that's a lot. <laughs> but I, I honestly believe that the only difference between me and them is time and cultivation. They've been at it longer, yeah. but I still believe I'm better mm. because of the results I see from my clients, because of what I've seen for myself, because of things I've been able to do through personal branding that I don't even say, see they've done at this stage when they were at my stage. Mm. So okay. I just need the time and it'll happen. But um, yeah, that's what, that holds a lot of entrepreneurs back. They're, they're scared to put themselves out there because they know when they do, they put a target on their back to invite criticism and invite the haters and the trolls. And honestly, if someone's got the time to hate on you, their, their life is screwed up. They're not yeah. doing anything. Yeah, they're not in a good place. <laughs> no, I'm too busy building my own business, building my own brand to sit here and hate on what you're doing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if I do have something negative to say, I probably won't say it. I'll just keep it to myself. Unless I see that you're screwing people over, that's a little different. That's not hating. I'm just going to call you out on your crap. It, it, it's true. Uh, I, I like that. It's just be blunt about it. And you, we, you're in a personal branding and, you know, and you invested in yourself. And I know you've been through this and I know you see it. Why is it people invested in like short, short term game? Like, you know, having a Shopify drop shipping and e-commerce, anything like that. Does it, you know, and it works in a little bit, but you know, in your opinion, which one's better or which one would work? Uh, so one of my former business partners who I, I also wrote and published a book, I wrote the book for him and we published the book uh, in October of this, October 2019, uh, for those listening in 2020. He, he's the guy who was behind the success of clothing lines for people like Jennifer Lopez, uh, Nicki Minaj, like he worked directly with them. Right now he's working with Captain Zeta Jones. Um, he, he's working with Damon John right now uh, from Shark Tank. These are the, that's someone who I've worked with. And uh, that came out of personal branding. And one of the things that he told me is that 
per building a brand is the secret to wealth. He was also business partners with Tommy Hilfiger. I mean, he's in that high fashion space. And we had this conversation that a brand is, is the, is a secret to building wealth. And then we wrote the book, the billion dollar, uh, the billion dollar branding blueprint, because so many entrepreneurs don't understand that. Yeah. You can build a Shopify store. You can get sales now, but a brand is how you create predictable sales. A brand is uh, how, when he did the deal with Jennifer Lopez, uh, they closed the deal with Kohl's with her and her former husband, Mark Anthony, to have their clothes in all of the Kohl's stores. They closed that deal for three and a half billion dollars. Now, why, why are they going to get three and a half billion dollars for that? Because they both had brands. They had personal brands and they knew the size of their audience and they knew the track record and the kind of engagement they got. So they could predict, we expect to get in the first year, $200 million in sales. Mm, that's so interesting. Yeah, you can't predict what's going to happen with your Shopify store because if you're paying, and I know this because I've been in this space. I have lots of friends who are in e-commerce. They're making millions of dollars and even they're building their personal brands now. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my friends, you know, he's he does high ticket uh, e-commerce and uh, I worked, he was making good money. And I'll give you an, exa- give you an example. He's making good money uh, and he asked me, hey, AJ, what can I do to leverage my personal brand? He had a speaking engagement coming up. I told him to do three things. He went and did those three things, real simple strategy, and over the next 11 months, uh, did, added an additional $750,000 to his business mm. just, just from his personal brand. Wow, that's very interesting. So it's, a, it's a long-term strategy. If you want to make money now, yeah, go drop ship, go get sales. If you want to make money consistently and over time and have it exponentially increase and be predictable and be, uh, be able to get it with little to no effort, like you see so many celebrities and entrepreneurs doing, build a personal brand. Hmm. Okay. That's very interesting. And personal brand, it, it is the key. However, for someone who's a small business, right? I have a uh, restaurant. Um, should they brand the restaurant or themselves? Both. You've got to brand the restaurant because it's, it's a restaurant. It's a, pe- a location people are going to visit. But with that, understand that people, more people will visit your restaurant if they trust your personal brand. So if you are the restaurant owner, you're the, or the, the CEO or whatever, go around, take photos with your customers, and go live, uh, walk through the restaurant and go live and talk to customers, engage with them, tell them, hey, I'm going live right now. This is gonna be on our Facebook page. Make sure you go and share it, tag yourself. Because then when people think of, um, you know, they think of the Jonathan's restaurant, they're not thinking, oh, they have really good food. They're thinking, man, I love that place. Every time we go there, like the food is good, but that guy's awesome. Like he's right. You see, I was on his Facebook page. Oh, you, I was on, I saw you on his Instagram and you're building relationship with people that has more value that will increase the perceived value of your restaurant. And in fact, people will say that the food tastes better just because they like you as a person. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a crazy thing. That's what branding does. Branding increases the perceived value of something. When I, like I said, when I started coaching the reality, I shouldn't have been charging four or $5,000, but I created a higher perceived value and then I delivered on that value. That's the key. Ooh, that, that, that's nice. So you, you, you did that and man, okay. So we're the, at the end of our episode, I am AJ Adams. And I, I want to ask you this because I believe in it. You have to practice success daily and success to me is giving how and you have to practice every day. So how are you giving on a daily basis, adding value to people? How are you doing that? 
Um, content. I'm consistently creating content. I'm in uh, direct messages with people every single day, adding value. Um, even I have things that are just value ads that I, that I have automated to reach out to people and just give them value. Not ask them for anything, just give value. And in 2020, one of my goals is to reach uh, 500 million people. So I have my brand seen by seen 500 million times and reach 100 million unique users. I, and I did, I reached, I had, uh, my brand was seen 30 million times in the last uh, 18 months, last two years or so. Uh, and I reached 15 million unique users. It's 15 million individuals who were impacted by my brand. In 2020, I want to have my brand seen 500 million times and reach 100 million people. And that's all free content. That's free resources. That's free training. That's uh, my free Facebook group, uh, the Personal Brand Mastermind. That's uh, when I go live. That's me in comments and DMs. So every single day I'm doing that mm-hmm. and just, I'm just building relationship, building relationship. And that's what you do daily and practice that. And one last one, and I want to I wanna put this in because um, content is actually doing an action. And what about mindset? Because part of this is um, 90% or 95% mindset. Yeah. You know, how are you practicing so that in a daily basis so you're mentally you know, prepared for anything that goes wrong on the business that you have? Uh, some of it I already mentioned. Uh, so on a weekly basis, I have a weekly call uh, with, with my best friend. We keep each other accountable to hit our goals. Uh, and then I'm always working daily on, on what, I, what I can do daily. So one thing is writing my goals down daily. Mm-hmm. And when I write my goals, I'm writing it as if it's happened because we believe what we tell ourselves and that we act out of what we believe. So I'm, I have to tell myself a different story. I am a millionaire. I'm not a millionaire now, but I will be. So I keep telling myself I am a millionaire. I'll tell myself that I am reaching a hundred million or I have reached a hundred million people. That's all. I tell myself that narrative on the emotional side. Um, I have a doctor's appointment today to go see my doctor, to get a referral, to start a meeting weekly or however often they recommend with a therapist to continue working through my life and my issues and my emotional weaknesses to grow better. Um, uh, today I'm starting a 90 day challenge where I will be running a mile every single day. So just, I'm finding things in different areas, physically, emotionally, uh, relationally where I can continue to improve. Awesome. Awesome. Um, you know, I learned a lot from you, AJ. Um, Hopefully, the people that are listening to this learned a lot from AJ. Personal branding is key to wealth. He said it. He said it, man. It, it's the real thing. So, uh, AJ, how do we reach you and, um, you know, where can we find you if we want to look for you? Uh, you can find me on social media. Uh, easiest thing to do is go to my website and you mm-hmm. can see, you can connect with me on social media uh, through the links there. It's www.ajadams.com. A-J-A-D-A-M-S dot biz, B-I-Z. You can find my social media, you can find my podcast, and there's a bunch of free stuff there for you that will help you grow your personal brand. All right, that's exciting, guys. Um, yeah, that, that's it. Um, you guys, if you want some free stuff about personal branding, and if you want to learn more about AJ, just go to his website. And yeah, th- that's it. I appreciate you, AJ. Um, is there anything else you want to add on? That man, I just want to thank you for having me on the show uh, and your fellow uh, resident of Riverside. So uh, I'm glad, glad to have someone else there who's making things happen and I'm glad that you had me on the show. Appreciate you. Okay. Bye, everyone.